sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. Get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, you know what I mean, what is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today? That's going to get us one. So, I mean, I don't know what's what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself, it could be a lot more sustainable. Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal. Let's have some water here. Yes. Did everybody have an okay Saturday night? To my the, my my sister got married yesterday. No oh, shit. I was the officiant. Um, you know, shout out to Gina and Justin. Congratulations! Yeah, their wedding. Woo. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good Love. Times. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Some may say it's a burning flame. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you use that in your speech? I did not use that in my speech. <laughs> what was your speech? I told you, I I had this yeah, shit written story, out, right? but like, I, you know, I'm a guy, I'm waiting until the time's there. You got to wait till it's real and you're sitting there. So it was like the night before I was sitting in my hotel room and was just like, all right, I got some like one liners and I just like wrote them down and was drawn arrows and shit like that. And we got there and it was outside and like hot as shit. So she just looked at me, gave me this like, don't drag this outlook and i just like looked at what i had written been like i can't even fucking read this anyway closed it up and was just like there was a pause for a second and i think i just went uh for a minute and then like rolled into it and just hey thanks for coming everybody you know that type of stuff yeah it was a, it was smooth cool weddings yeah. are stressful for me I, I've, I've been in a couple not, not i haven't been married but i've had friends that have been married and i've been a, a part of the wedding and it's very like yeah whew. you think throwing a show is stressful man a wedding's like the ultimate <laughs> show yeah it's the ultimate gig <laughs> it was like i i've barely been to a handful of weddings yeah. in any capacity so like having to be kind of prominent in a wedding for like who's effectively the person that I would like most like to not fuck up their wedding. Totally. Um, but thankfully like outside of basically my dad, and my sister, everybody else is real chill throughout the family and like involved. So it was all pretty relaxed as we got closer to like, my sister's not high strung in the way of like, you know, everything's going to go wrong in the immediate time. It's like, well, we can plan this. We're getting it done. We're doing it. We're doing it right. But as the days rolled by, she was like, I'm getting married and everybody's hanging out. So she chilled out and it was just smooth as shit. Like I fucking forgot to bring clothes. <laughs> um, <laughs> like had to, it was like an hour before we were supposed to go out and I was like getting clothes to like fucking iron them and stuff. And, uh, I was just like, I don't know where my clothes are. And I was like, mom, you got any idea where my clothes are? She was like, no, I don't know where they are. And I was like, oh shit. And like, ran, there's a Walmart right across the street. So I just went over. They like, I was totally not concerned about it because that Walmart was there. But then I walk in and I'm like walking through the men's clothing section. I don't know the last time I've been in a Walmart. I couldn't find like dress clothes. Sure. It was with like the fucking underwear and stuff. So it's just heading back there. And I was like, all right. But they only had like 
one type of pants and one plain white shirt. So like they make it real easy for you. You don't get to spend a lot of time worrying about what you're wearing. You're like, well, this is what I'm getting worked out. It was good. Nick and or Kevin, were your uh, Saturdays anywhere near as exciting or dramatic? No, not at all. No, <laughs> I went to work, played some Overwatch, called it a night. Cool. I ran sound at Hambones for a noise show. Oh, how was that? So that's pretty uh, boring on my end because you plug them in and let them do their thing. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> no real to mixing keep a, to do. Keep an eye on some of the yeah, stuff, make sure right? we're not blowing up the speakers. And now, that's about how it. does a noise show at Hambones of all places work out? Does it like do they do that regularly there? Uh, kind of. you get I'm one kind of, probably once a month or like something. I'm kind of removed from the noise scene, I would say. But if I had to think of a place where it would be, I wouldn't imagine it would be in Hambones. Well, it's a mm. different like, but, like I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm just projecting. I don't know if it was specifically a noise show. It was a lot of synth and I guess um, shoegaze. Sure, I just I'm not wouldn't familiar. picture like noise a keyboard. Art. In, I wouldn't picture anything like that in Hambone. There was probably I've 20 been people in, in the room to see the show. So I'm just like an so idiot. You've I'm never just, been in no, Hambone? I've, I've never been in there. The, I've never like known anybody that has like played a show there that I've been like, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. It's so weird. Huh. The, the disconnected segregation of the Pittsburgh music right. scene. It's fucking psychotic. It's an yeah, eclectic I've never place for sure, though. Well, it's like... I don't know. You you were always playing in like metal and hardcore bands and shit like that. And those guys have their own thing. And then Hambones has its own specific thing of just like acoustic nights. That's what those I would like picture. weird like Most it's not like the week it noise. Is, but you get you get some different stuff. Huh, there too. Interesting. There are those jazz dudes yeah. that one time that were just awesome. Um, you remember those guys? Yeah, they arranged. Um, they did like 12 arrangements of saxophone um, practice pieces. Yeah. Like that, that's the kind of shit that like I think of when I think of Hambos. I think right. of like, like just like super talented session type dudes that are going in there and jamming. And then like occasionally there's rock shows. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. But I wouldn't imagine like a, an electronic focused show. But hey, you got to do it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and if they if they have a working PA, that's to their benefit because yeah, there's it was, a lot it was of places around draw it. Too. Yeah, awesome. That's super awesome. So before we get any further into this conversation, I'm going to do my introduction thing, and then we'll talk about you and your band and this album that came out, and go from there. Sweet. Maybe right. we'll talk about more weddings and stuff. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes, and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. Well, actually, at this point, it was like two or three weeks ago because I've been a busy human. But if you listen to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks so much for coming back. Those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Special shout out to anybody new listening to the show coming from Spotify. This will be the first new episode available on Spotify because right. Start the Beat is now available on Spotify. Yes, claps all around. <laughs> it used to be really hard to get your podcast on the Spotify. Now that I've gotten my podcast on the Spotify, it is proof that it is not that hard to get your podcast <laughs> on the Spotify. And today we are sitting here with three human beings in a band called Smoky bellows say what's up to the people what's up the people and uh let's introduce ourselves let's 
talk about the band and, you know, tell me about it. Give me your pitch. Act like I'm an agent and you're going to get signed. Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> What's the pitch? <laughs> the pitch. Why, why should people listening that don't know who you are be into you? Um, I'd say most of all, it's different. Okay. Um, it's something that you don't hear a lot of. I think we have a pretty um, original sound and our music. Um, oh, I don't know. No, uh, I, I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll back <laughs> Nick up on that. Like, there's something. It doesn't suck. It's not something that's like different in the way either like, oh, this is some like hard to listen to experimental shit or anything. Like, it's just like, I don't know. There's not a lot of kind of heavier blues rock and bands that aren't like straight up stoner rock or like dad rock ripoffs. Sure. Shit like yeah. that. And like, and we got a banjo. Mm-hmm. People tend to, to like that. Things. Yeah. So what we're dealing with here, you know, is a, it's a, it's a string band strings plugged into amplification. Yes. Some may call it rock music. Some people are afraid of the rock music term. I don't know where you sit in that spectrum. Some oh, no. people, we can be rock. That's cool. yeah. my soul. Yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> this dude. Uh, so you're a rock band in Pittsburgh doing stuff that is, you know, a little outside the box, but accessible. Right. And where did the band start? Uh, it started, or when? Started right up the road from here. Um, <laughs> About four years ago now. Started out of Chipotle. Started out of Chipotle about four years ago. 50% of the band worked at a Chipotle one time or another. That's where I I met Kevin and uh, Volpe and Tom, who's not here. Um, And I was sort of expanding on a singer-songwriting project that I had going on, and I picked them up, and uh, it became Dick Whiskey and the Bottle Openers. That was the first uh, incarnation of the project. And um, as things went along, and I guess we got a little more uh, in touch with the sound we were going for. We scrapped that and uh, started Smoky Bellows and picked up a very loud drummer um, oh, yeah. and amps and everything. We were pretty much acoustic yeah. when we started, and then we all started buying amps and pedals and drums. Yeah, and- I, back in the day, whenever I like, I had a kick drum and like a cymbal or two, and Nick would always just be like, "We're not adding more drums." We're not adding more drums, and now we got a drummer. <laughs> well, we didn't want to give you more during uh, right after our yeah, last, yeah, our last right. album release. Volpe moved to a mountain uh, in his car, so we had to replace him. That's when we picked up the drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he uh, he came back, so we ended up with a full kit drummer and a washboard player. And then he's leaving again after this release show <laughs> <laughs> to go to Colorado. Um, so we'll probably end up with three percussionists when you get back on Halloween this year. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it seems like the band's gone through a lot of evolution and change. Uh, a couple different people, some stylistic changes and things like that. How has all of that evolution affected the sound of this new record that we should talk about? It is titled Devil. Um, It's definitely the loudest, heaviest thing we've done. Um, I think we found a good balance between the kind of folk end of the band with the washboard and the banjo and the blues, rock, loud, aggressive other half um, and managed to kind of mash those two things that we're all into together to make that. Yeah. 
Did you record the album locally? Yeah, we recorded it at Plus Minus okay. in the South Side. With, Did, was uh, it with Sean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was Shout fantastic. outs to Sean. The yes. only motherfucker that still won't come on the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's only been two people that have turned down the podcast, Sean Cho and Manny Thiner. Oh, man. I'm not surprised that's, about Manny. That's yeah, that was crowd. his show I was running <laughs> But uh, Manny's a funny dude. But he was a... What did he say? He's like, I prefer to remain enigmatic. It's totally okay because you gave me the most Manny response ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sean just doesn't want to do it because he's, you know. That seems he, very Sean. Yeah, it's also yeah. very, very Sean. Yeah. He's, I mean, obviously you've worked with him intimately on recording a project and things like that. And he's an awesome guy. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, Sean's amazing. Um, I couldn't be happier with his work on our music it makes us sound decent nice (laughs) so when recording with him you know did he just kind of fall back and just take like an engineer role and kind of let you do what you were going to do or was he like throwing out like producer suggestions and making like creative uh what's the word look creative critiques on things as you were recording them I'd say most of the time he sat back and engineered and we kind of self-produced. Yeah. There was a couple times where we needed a decision made from uh, an objective point of view. Totally. And he was able to kind of come in and help steer something in the right direction. But for the most part, he sat there and recorded us and engineered. I would love yeah. to work with Sean Cho on like a engineer producer standpoint recording something with him and like getting his input because i have no idea what kind of music he actually likes dude yeah. i tried to <laughs> ask him a into? bunch and he was just like avoidant of it's it so it weird. Was, like, yeah, he, he mentioned the band album. every once in oh a while, he did but... he showed up with the new sleep album which he gave like a it was fine <laughs> like it wasn't like he was in love with it i he just he was dude, like it was good i mean it's cool because if if you ask him for his input or any suggestions he's he's got a lot of ideas i mean obviously he's listening to you he's mixing the whole thing he knows what he wants to hear yeah so like he'll he'll tell you what he thinks but if you if you don't just ask him straight up he's gonna just let you do your thing yeah so i like saw him wearing a naked ray gun shirt once Hmm. that's the only time i ever saw him wearing a band shirt and i was like okay well Either he just has that shirt for some reason, or he's he's at least into like late seventies, early eighties punk stuff, and mm-hmm. I could I could picture that coming from him. He's about the right age to for that, but uh, I think that also well, he's like so burned out probably on music. Oh yeah, that, like, yeah, he's listening. It's just like all he just doesn't like. It's not that he doesn't care. I think he just shows digests it and reacts to it in a different way than other people that maybe aren't as uh i think that's exactly what you want from an engineer yeah yeah. you want someone who's been around the ringer and knows um the sounds that they want to hear and how to get there you want somebody that's jaded and doesn't like music anymore (laughs) (laughs) so now the album i'm holding a physical copy of well i was holding a physical copy in my hand he's holding for the video the this came out. Is this like physically released yet? No, or, we no, just I got, got those three releases. You got three releases. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, it it comes out August seventeenth, yeah. uh, the day of our release show. Awesome. And where's uh, the release show at? The Fun House at Mister Smalls. Cool, cool, cool. Who are you playing with? Uh, we are playing with Essential Machine. Okay. And Bad Custer. Who's cool. Been on your show. Yes, they yeah. have been on the show. I listened to their episode. Great. I haven't, I haven't seen stuff. those gentlemen in quite a while. They just had the great Sugar Ray hoax of 2018. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? So they, they played they the regatta. They made the whole thing up, right? Yeah. <laughs> they played the regatta 
on, okay. uh, was it Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, allegedly Sugar Ray was supposed to be there. They never showed. <laughs> they got a bunch of people to come thinking they were going to see Sugar Ray. <laughs> and they're like, they're all posting angrily on the event page. Like, and uh, we, this no name band just played the stage the whole time. <laughs> I think Sugar Ray might have actually supposed to have been there. Do you think so? I, I don't, I don't know. know. I could Do see them making that whole thing. I don't man. know. If I knew, I, I didn't even realize Regatta was this, this, was this weekend. Yeah. I can't keep up with all these. Kevin's things. really into boat culture. Oh yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Mostly just being on a boat, listening to Jimmy Buffett and Bud drinking Light Bud Light Lime. Yeah. But yeah, it's good stuff. Fair enough. There's just okay. Good segue. I'm thinking about how much stuff there was going on this weekend, and he, like, I didn't even know the regatta was this weekend, and that's supposedly a pretty big freaking deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of them big Pittsburgh things. There's a lot going on. So my question to you people in a music band in pittsburgh how has it been navigating these dense waters nick does it (laughs) 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 he's not like booking shows playing shows going against like you know maybe you being a band that has a more unique sound you don't have to worry so much about like competing shows but maybe you still have some crossover with people who like to come out to shows and friends and bands and stuff like that. Like, I know that's kind of a big question with a lot of answers, but yeah. Um, you know, like just so navigating the waters of the Pittsburgh music scene. Um, I mean, do you have a hard time booking shows, booking cool venues? No, but I don't like booking shows a whole lot. Um, I prefer to hop on if possible. Okay. I'm not a big fan of playing promoter and, uh, artist i guess sure 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 but no whenever you know i do book shows i think generally the turnout's okay we don't have a, too hard of a time uh getting them we did the uh the festivals the Deutschtown. we're doing little italy for the third year in a row outside howlers which cool. is my favorite thing yeah, to do every that's year so much fun um we close down saturday night when everyone's hammered and, <laughs> no. uh, the roads open outside howlers but uh, it's it's kind of it's, oh, it's yeah. a wonderful shit show. And it's my <laughs> it's was, my favorite gig of the that year. That was rough last year. Someone yeah. actually like moved their car into Brian. Oh yeah, yeah that was awesome. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and then the one time we were playing and someone just parked their van in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they leave it open, but there's through the whole show there's somebody trying to wrangle people off the street. Yeah. But we're playing on the sidewalk. <laughs> So there's nowhere to go, and then just somebody's always mad that there's people on the street, and the cars are mad that there's people on the street, and it's awesome. There's free PBR and pizza. Well, all right, straight up call out, like, about Little Italy Days or whatever, is that what we call it? That's what they call it. Yeah, so... It, there's no excuse to not have like street vendors selling cups of spaghetti. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I walked up and down that whole street twice. Yeah. No one was selling spaghetti. Maybe we could get Dom to do that for us and we could be that. Hell yeah, because that's bullshit. That like when I first heard about that, I was like, cool, there's gonna be food. <laughs> Hopefully, like spaghetti or something, or like I don't know, lasagna in a cup. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't think you're asking for anything crazy. No, all right, perfect. There we go. This is official public. When like, you, I've never gone to Little Italy Days, but I'm aware of it, and I would have assumed it was you know food focused. There's a lot of food for sure, but just not. 
but not, not what I'm looking for. Spaghetti. It's cupped hey, spaghetti. Is there a lot of food? I mean, there's like what corn dogs and shit. Um, <laughs> cannolis, whatever those are. Ah, oh, cannolis are tight. I do like cannolis. <laughs> that, you know, that's like a dessert though, not like yeah, a food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Some sustenance. All right. So, uh, <laughs> before we derail this anymore, like the fucking Thomas the tank engine train at Kennywood that derailed twice and they had to close it down already. What? Dude, they, <laughs> what? Dude, oh man, yeah. Well, there's been there's Thomas the tank engine things going off the rails all over the country. There's been one in Nashville. There's one out in Colorado. There's oh like, there's still a demand in pop this culture is a legit for Thomas conspiracy. the tank engine. Oh, yeah. up like a huge Thomas the tank engine Kittyland land thing at Kennywood. It's like a whole Why? part of the park. Do kids know what that is? Do they is? still have the old Kitty I mean, Land? Packed. Yeah, they still have both. Yeah. Huh. They kind of like moved. That it is in. a good question. Do kids yeah. know what Thomas the Tank? I thought that was like a dead part of. I thought right. it was a dead franchise yeah. too. But apparently, I mean, what it all comes down to is like if you go to any theme park, a lot of these bigger ones, like Cedar Point, has the Peanuts Gang, and we used to have Garfield at Kennywood. Like you get oh, these. Yeah. He was kind of. A these, I haven't been to. A they're theme basically park like in they're. 10 years. My assumption is that they're kind of like sponsorships. You know, like these companies okay. help mm-hmm. fund the park because their brand is in the park. So then it keeps. You know, things afloat for the park it helps yeah, extra revenue come in. But I didn't realize that Thomas the Tank Engine was a an existing property yeah, that, that people care about. We find that on Hulu. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, probably got like a new CG sure. animated series. There, yeah, <laughs> I think there's that shit. I mean, I, they, they had like a whole fucking like they got the whole Thomas the Tank Engine part of the park now, and there's a whole store that's like all Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Toys and shirts and plushes and shit in Kennywood. Day. In Kennywood, we're saving the locomotive oh. industry. We could go to. Kennywood I do like going this. to Kennywood. Okay, I haven't been there in about ten work. years. Kind of yeah, dude, Tom's never been because he's from Erie. Every time I go there, I think it's going to be fun. I don't know. Dude, and then you stand in to... lines and you see a lot of sad people. Yeah, <laughs> bring a vape and like take something that you can you know take um, oh yeah candy flipping at kennywood used to be yeah, the big thing in high school yeah um <laughs> doing that getting on that you say you're aiming to not derail this conversation <laughs> yeah yeah no um, it's fine yeah that's the shit though. this is candy this is here. this conversation is hella thomas right now anytime something's getting derailed i'm just gonna say it's well thomas. The, whenever you start like freaking that. out because you're just tripping a bit too hard at kennywood and the mm-hmm. big old yins are in front of you is like being kind of racist and you're confused the safe space is the thomas the tank engine zone you go out hang out there ride the train so long as it doesn't derail brings you back down well it's closed until further notice now oh shit oh yeah i know poor thomas poor thomas but uh rewind booking shows versus you know hopping on shows and things like that i don't know how we get back now how do we get back well (laughs) How we'll get back is I've kind of found myself in an opposite of where you're at. Um, And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for this, but I'm kind of in a position now where locally I almost don't want to play a show most of the time if it's not something that we're running. Because like this is mainly more of like a Greywalker thing than a Sykes thing. But with Greywalker, and this is nothing against anybody that we've ever played a show with, but we tend to find that things run smoother when we run it. That's fair. And with us, it's like really kind of crucial for us to keep like morale high in the band and like playing like a bad show really beats some of the dudes down and it just kind of affects everything else in the show. But if 
everybody's having a good time. And if we're able to, you know, make a couple extra bucks and actually make sure the bands are getting paid because we know where all the money's going and things right. like that, we feel a lot better about it. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot yeah, more work it at is. the same time. It is. And I totally get that. Um, and I do um, prefer to kind of be in charge of my own situation, but it just gets to be too much for me mentally. I get too stressed out and that affects my performance whenever I'm playing. I think. Yeah. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. So are you booking your own album release show? Yeah, I booked that um, <laughs> months and months and months ago. Cool. Um, hard to get a date at the Funhouse. That place is really popping. But um, that's where we did our last one, and we had such a good experience. We wanted to do it again. Yeah. 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 Last year's went off Shout very out Danny. well. So, yeah. Makes yeah, that get room get sound Danny like on gold. the podcast. He's a good sound dude. Yeah, he would be fun to, fun to talk to. Mm. Talk to him about, like, hot sauce and beards. Yeah, talk about <laughs> bikes and the Grateful Dead and hang out. Yeah, you guys did talk about the dead for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a really good talk with him about hot sauce for a while. Uh, dude, what, nice. what type of sauce is you yeah. into? Well, I like all kinds of hot sauce, but we, Grey Walker, we put out a hot sauce. You did? Mm, yeah. We put out a beef do you jerky. Have we should combine think, something yeah. here. Does it, do you think you could dip show. beef jerky in it? Because yeah. we have a beef jerky. <laughs> totally. You could totally dip beef jerky in it. I would love to try your hot sauce. Uh, yeah, we, we can break. We gotta it out plug later. the beef jerky real yeah, quick. Yeah, please plug um, it. That's awesome. Our uh, friend Dom runs the uh, Black Market Deli. Okay, yeah, in, up in Allentown. Uh, Allentown. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he has the. It's his best seller, the Smoky Bellows beef jerky. Yeah, that's fucking and, awesome. And uh, this is an exclusive here today. There's going to be a Devil's Cut uh, made with Jim Beam Devil's Cut for the release show. <laughs> that is killer. So uh, I don't eat meat, but I'm stoked for you guys. Yeah, nice. right. <laughs> you don't the, either. I don't, and it's the still though the best like product endorsement that we can get uh-huh. beef jerky. But we did a we had our hot sauce release party at the Funhouse. Oh, that's that how me and Denny got talking about hot okay. sauce. <laughs> and he was telling me about um, he's really into uh, fuck I can't remember the name now. I'm not I'm not gonna try to dwell on it, but there was Franks. this one. No, it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like a Franks more like it was like a more boutique brand oh. hot sauce that like he was familiar with. I've never had any other stuff, but he was like, oh yeah, it's the best. Anyways, <laughs> moving forward and bands and playing shows and stuff like that. So other local questions that I'm curious about would be bands that you play with, and you know maybe the oh, the work ethic of other bands that you're playing with and like the work ethic of the scene. Like what are some of your observations on that and what you see other bands doing and not doing that maybe they should be. Well, we only play with bad Custer. <laughs> we used to only so, play with Bill Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> that was before we changed our name to Smokey Bellows. Yeah. Um, the work ethic of the scene. I don't know how to answer that. Well, okay. We'll put it this way. Like how involved do you consider you and like you guys to be in this band like if you were to say like how much of your time goes into Smokey Bellows because I know you're involved in several different things and everybody has lives outside of this right right but you'll say like for me with everything I have going on I'd say like Grey Walker's probably like a solid like 40% of what I do and uh I wish it could be more but I just can't because of all the other shit that I'm doing like where are Stay you at like what what yeah that just nicks the podcast and I can easily free up another 20% (laughs) That's it. All right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gotta guys. get to work. But like, like, where's your like percentage or and like, do you even think about shit like that? Or am I just a psychopath? Um, I don't really 
I think if I thought about how much time I wanted to be actually spending <laughs> on this project, I'd get pretty upset um, <laughs> with work and, <laughs> yeah, totally. you know, all the shit you have to do. But I'd say all of my free time goes into this project. Um, so this is like for you, that's kind of like the main. Yeah, the main this is absolutely or main child, my yeah. uh, brainchild project. Word. Yeah. Like my number one priority creatively. Yeah. And then when you have six people in the band, it's hard to find enough time to do it. I'd say 25% of my job is wrangling. Yeah. You yeah. Guys. 25% of the time. I have a terrible work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> but half of us have a very bad work ethic in general. So uh, that's like. Almost all of that. This? have a really bad work ethic. <laughs> so but let, about let's, half let's, of us are perpetually an hour late. <laughs> yeah, that's so. pretty bad. So what? Wh- why? That's why, what I why keep an hour late? I'm on time. Who's an hour <laughs> late? You? Um, well, I have to give the other guy a ride because he lives with me. So Fair I'm going to blame him. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll blame the guy that's we'll not blame here. all the people We're looking at you. here today. We're three out of six right now. So. We'll say, though, Brian. He's great the whole way <laughs> Brian's through. on time. On time, Brian. That's what we call him. You met Brian. Uh, he's drumming for Suavity's mouthpiece. Cool. So he's our guitar player. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So where do you guys practice at? Do you do like the, you have like a house or you do one of the storage yeah, space things? I, um, I bought a house with my girlfriend in March and cool. uh, we built a practice space studio in the basement. Awesome. Where'd you buy it? Um, Bascom Observatory Hill. Okay, nice. We're <laughs> still neighbors. Let's, let's wait. Let's, let's Thomas this shit again. Yeah. So <laughs> thinking about um, buying soon, like this place is cool, but we, I mean, we're running and it's, right. it's still kind of like small for like what we want to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're thinking about like observatory Hill or Mount Troy, like still like this sort of side of town, like it over here a lot. Yeah, me yeah, too. Up yours, I, lo- I lived here for portions of the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no tunnels. <laughs> no tunnels. I mean, like we both like, you know, we live over here. We both work in the North side. It's just like, it makes sense. Like yeah. keep it. I loved living in Troy Hill. We just couldn't find a house with what I needed. Yeah. Um, to kind of build my space in this area. So we're close enough. Still happy. But I do miss it up here. Absolutely. Now with an album release comes album promotions. Yes. And I mean, I guess that's one of the things you're doing here now. Yeah. You know, you're, you're knocking one of them off sure. the checklist. Right. But there's a lot of other shit. You know, you got your your social media stuff and your music video stuff. If you're one of those types of bands that are into that sort of things, would and like to be. How's all? Of, how, <laughs> how's all of the the promotion behind the scenes stuff like going for this album? And how's it been in the past? Like, how do you integrate the um, the modern world into your not so modern sound? And I don't mean that in like a slight, but you know what I mean, right? Like, right. Because I find with a lot of bands that I talk to that kind of do like more like outside the box stuff. A lot of the people that their fan base, like that, who they would want to attract, they're not social media people. Right. So how the fuck do you reach out to those people? I have no idea. And I've been trying to figure <laughs> that out. So we, w- when did we record this? Uh, May. May. Um, and since then, I've been trying to get something drummed up and um, trying the Facebook sponsored ads for the release show and um, been reaching out unsuccessfully to like uh, written publications yeah that shit's it's i have no idea how to manage any of that but i'm doing my best 
What I've come to somewhat realize with the publication stuff and the blogs, um, obviously there's, you know, if you know somebody there that knows right. somebody there, you can get in the door. Yeah. And then there's also a lot of people that, you know, will pay publicists and then those publicists have their connections and right. those publicists are, we'll say they're taking care of a couple dozen bands. Right. So I think between what the publicists are getting paid to send to paid promotions plus friends, you're yeah. maxing out space there. Right. It's like, when is the rare opportune window? It's like, oh man, like we really just need another band to fill out this article. Yeah. Like it's not going to fucking happen. I've, I've been kind of just shoot, <laughs> shooting emails like yeah. crazy. And, uh, you know, obviously you were kind enough to have us, but, uh, not many other people like to reply to those sorts of it's things. fucking hard it's very man. difficult and i think that where i'm at now with we just released this new gray walker album we've been emailing people like crazy and not getting anything and i'm just kind of like you know some people say the definition of, of uh of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over again without right. like the same like bad results and you just keep doing it right so i'm like if i keep sending out these emails like i'm, yeah. I'm insane there needs to be some other way to push forward on this. I think it's like, that's okay, it, though. You know, I, who do I got to make friends with? Who do I, I, I got to the bands that rub them elbows with? Yeah. Come to Hambones and things. I'm like, how do you book? Like, I send out about a thousand emails a day, uh, and one out of maybe 500 come back to me. So I, I think it's just keep blasting. And yeah. I mean, booking things. shows, that's definitely. Yeah. I think it's the same idea, though. The same know, concept, but I don't think it. I think it might work a little differently. I mean, I, I could be wrong about that. Same concept. Right. But I think you, uh, <laughs> I think it might be easier to book shows than get somebody to write about you in a blog post. Yeah. 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 I don't know why. Yeah. I got nothing. Volpe, Kevin. What, are, um, what was the <laughs> original question? I was asking about how promoting your band has been via social media oh, like what oh, what what, uh, what tactics okay. you've been using Dude, or not using we're what not you've seen working. good at social media yeah all of our stuff seems pretty self-aware and sarcastic like yeah. here's <laughs> this thing we're doing uh, check it out maybe but right. like, yeah <laughs> and i don't think any of us are very active on like independent personal accounts right right like none of us actively use instagram or twitter totally. or anything but, so I just, I go out, not like anywhere particular or like somewhere that people Wolpies like are man music. on the streets. For yeah, sure. I just kind of walk around and just talk to strangers and like try to shoehorn in stuff about band every now and again. <laughs> um, it well, hasn't that, worked. I mean, I think <laughs> that it's, you've, you're better off doing that than the the reverse. I think it, uh, it always helps to make a genuine connection with the human being face to face yeah Word of yeah. mouth is definitely Meeting, higher on well, our list than social media yeah. getting into a conversation with people about music is easy as shit like for i mean yeah as much as getting in a conversation with a random passerby is but like you can get in that you just sit down on a bench long enough you're gonna be sitting next to people and talking to them but probably like all of us are people that, you know, you would see on the street and be like, I bet that guy plays in a band. I'm sure we've yeah. all heard that. Hey, you look like you play in a band. Um, and so people just start talking about it and you just tell them. And now you've had an actual conversation with somebody. So they're going to listen to your band. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so <laughs> funny on the reverse of it. There will be times when. 
I'm a I'm a partic- I'm a fairly social person, but sometimes I just don't feel like talking to people. And some people will be like, oh, like, so like, what are you getting into later? Like, you know, like just like general, like if you're in a coffee shop or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, I never want to say like, oh, yeah, my band's playing a show, even though I probably should. It's like, I just yeah. don't want to talk about it because <laughs> it's like, oh, you're in a band. That's like, yeah, I'm in a band. And what do you do? Like, what's your band call? And it's like, I don't feel like answering questions right now. <laughs> you I almost want a coffee. Oh, yeah. Like, but at the same time, it's like maybe music. they're genuinely curious and I should be taking advantage of this opportunity. It's like, well, you ask. So. Here right. it goes. I yeah. take the, if you're giving out the like standard, oh, what do you play? What's this type of stuff? I'm assuming that person actually is just like being courteous a lot of the time. Yeah. Where like, I don't know, you just go in strong. I would never though tell anybody to come to the show that I was playing that night or something. I don't want to encounter that person again. Um, I want <laughs> to never see them again, but see like, one listen on Spotify and be like, all right, yeah. all right, we're working. I always on it. like though, like the when you do maybe get into that conversation and somebody like you know, like, yeah, we're playing a show tonight, blah 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 blah. No, it's like, oh cool, like yeah, maybe I'll swing through. Like, why do people feel inclined to say maybe I'll swing through? Yeah, yeah, they're saying no. They never have. It's kind of rude, I guess. <laughs> get yeah. a little closer. You're getting a little oh, too sorry. far away. Sorry, I'm drifting. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just lock the wheels. No. Got to lock the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. they don't lock. That's that's some cheap ikea stuff that's that's the best chair i've ever uh, swedish people are lightweight they don't they don't move apparently yeah, they don't need locked dainty wheels bodies <laughs> those fragile swedes all right <laughs> thomastown this conversation hashtag i you know, I'll throw it out there. I feel like an acceptable, just like ethnic group of people that I can shit on, right? Is like Scandinavian people, yeah, right? That's probably, <laughs> that's probably fine. Be like, dude, those fins and shit, hairless chests. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah, um, we move off that. All right, we'll, that out. we'll get. No, no, no fuck it. <coughs> I'm dying. So. Music video. He said you would be interested in doing a music video. Yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't know any people? Um, any directors or anything? Not particularly, no. There's plenty. Yeah. Some have been on the show. We can find um, somebody to do a music video for you. You know, I met dude did I ever introduce you to videos. Doug, who plays in Plasmid? Because we went and saw Very him. Very briefly yeah. at a show. He Doug does a lot of video he... work. Yeah, he did okay. a video for Against Me. I mean, sorry, not Against Me. Anti-Flag. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Make that's it happen. Like kind of his thing. Yeah. He would probably want paid, which I'm, I assume we would do anyway. Oh, we're already so far <laughs> in the hole for this album. Yeah. What's a little bit more? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, Doug's a good dude. Shout outs to those guys. They are playing Brutal Beer Fest with us. Oh, uh, excellent. Shout outs to Brutal Beer Fest. October 20th. Happening? October 20th. Mr. 20th. Smalls Theater. Cool, cool. And Funhouse. Both stages all day. Is that metal and beer? Excellent. Metal and beer. All right. Yeah, it's... Uh, all the bands that are playing collaborate with a brewery and they get to make an exclusive beer for the event. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Who's and, playing that? Uh, this year we have Dying Fetus headlining. Ooh, no kidding. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, be in Colorado. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. I've seen it. You gotta yeah, come yeah, back yeah. for the beer fest. Yeah, it's Dying Fetus, Incantation, Through the Eyes of the Classic. Dead, Gate Creeper, uh, Greywalker. There's some other Plasmid, No Reason to Live. Classic. Who else is playing? I'm like blanking on uh, Riparian. And I know that they're Black Tusk. 
now at this point, I don't remember everybody that I mentioned who I did, but there, there's, it's a lot of bands, <laughs> a lot of breweries. Like yeah, man. It's our yeah, third whoa, whoa. year. Um, I'm one of the like organizers for the event. Okay. And, uh, so every yeah. band gets to make a beer. Every band gets to make a beer. What's, what's the dying fetus beer? I don't know yet. I know who they're like it's co- got a bunch of I know who they're collaborating. I know who they're collaborating with, or I, I heard who they were collaborating with. I don't remember now, but I it's don't not know. Planned Parenthood, Dude, if it's, I don't remember what the what brewery it is though. They should make or it, what what the beer is. I don't have any idea. There's so many good dying fetus beers that could happen. They're gonna like make it with some amniotic fluid or it well, if it was like a pissing in the mainstream based beer, if I was like a bit <laughs> yeah. more alert, like I would think a good good name for that or like uh-huh. a twenty percent something that's just like the wrong one to fuck with. Yeah. You're like that would uh-huh. be cool. Like that's an easy one to do. That would be cool. Cool guys. Or nah, you can't do really a one shot, one kill one. I don't know. <laughs> you, really, you really know your fetus. Yeah, I don't actually even like them that much. Just like, <laughs> but like, I feel again. like if there was like if there was like a dying fetus topic on like the Jeopardy board, like you'd probably you might be able to get through this motherfucker. <laughs> so I was in ninth grade and I went to a summer slaughter and I saw them eating at like a McDonald's or something. And ever since, I've just decided that like. Even though I'm not going to listen to them very much, I'm just going to hold Dying Fetus to like a higher standard and just be like, he's pretty short. It's <laughs> like, a thing. I like Dying Fetus. I listened to him a lot more when I was in high school. Yeah. Then I haven't like yet kept up with it, but I don't keep up with anything. So it has nothing really against Dying Fetus. It's more just I just don't have the time to keep up with bands. I I regularly just for some reason will get like the kill your mother, rape your dog riff. Just yeah. like in my head, good riff. <laughs> Thomas, I don't even. Yeah, yeah. Thomas, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that one. So, do you have any other gigs? You mentioned Little Italy, and then the album release show. Let's. I think that's all we have booked right let's now. Let's refresh on the album release show again. Uh, yeah, August 17th at the Fun House. Um, tickets are $10. Uh, Essential Machine, Bad Custer, um, physical copies of the album with a wonderful artwork by um, our friend Mick Malone. Shout outs uh, to Mick. Yes. Yes. Mick. I love you, Mick. I love you, Mick. Mick. Um, but yeah, he did all these drawings uh, to go with my lyrics in the album. So the booklet's pretty cool. And. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a really good time. We have um, a keyboardist playing with us, which we never have, and a couple people who participated in the recording are going to be playing the show. And cool, uh, yeah. So it'll be like an extra special performance. Like yeah, yeah, celebrating yeah. The, the album release is always dope. I always like have, to include we bring everyone, a bunch I know. of other people on stage yeah. to do like auxiliary All work in the songs. Uh-huh. Yeah, All our moms yeah. will be there, probably. Maybe yeah. even a grandma. Who knows. Is that genuine? Do you have like the supportive family behind? Oh yeah, the band yeah, yeah. Stuff sure. Like that? Time. Kevin's grandma was at a show uh, at Deutschtown. At Deutschtown, yeah. yeah. She came mom, from Florida just to see us. Yeah, and that's she, not true. She grooved a little bit. She grooved. Oh man, I didn't see her grooving. Kevin's mom's our only actual fan. our only fan. <laughs> I think she bought a shirt at every show we've ever played. Oh yeah, <laughs> she'll definitely get the new one. There's some some of the some of the Gray Walker moms come to the shows. I never had any family come to any psych shows. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that I don't have a supportive family, but I don't know. They're a little weird. But uh, I think it's always great to like, hear the 
when like local artists have like parents that like you know are like cool with what they're doing to like come out maybe bring oh, yeah, some friends sure. and stuff like mm-hmm. that because oh, i never had that I'm not trying to project any sadness no, on anyone we can get our mom <laughs> we can get our moms to come to your shows <laughs> <laughs> it's no problem i've had yeah i've definitely i've had other people's moms come to my shows for sure this is just but a, not mine. We can provide surrogate show moms for yeah. you. <laughs> we're a very mom friendly band. Yeah, that like, seems like the, that should be like a like a group, like the surrogate show moms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned a mom friendly band. I imagine you know, like having a more accessible sound definitely helps the parents come to the shows, and also helps like opportunities for things like being able to play. The little Italy outside thing. And yeah, I think we kind of ride the line where we're almost um, a little too abrasive sounding for a lot of events, but things like little Italy, we can get away with. Um, We wouldn't be playing. I don't know. What wouldn't we fit in at? Oh, uh, like things like the, that like the, be like the, like the, like the, like the arts for? fest. Yeah. That, Regatta. That's a little bit. Um, so yeah. You mentioned that you played with, you play with bad Custer yeah. a bit. I don't know if that was just like a joke or no, no Jesse actually no, Custer a lot. Jesse produced our first. <laughs> okay. Our so first like where they were playing the regatta, right? Yeah. That like, wouldn't work you, for it us. It wouldn't work no. for you guys. I gotcha. Gotcha. No. Yeah. So we, we don't have that divide. There's no major key songs in our uh, repertoire <laughs> or anything like that. It's all kind of, do you think that's the key? No, no pun intended. There was absolutely nice. a pun intended there. <laughs> but is, is that maybe is that the key to uh, mainstream success? Not having major, major songs? key songs or having major key songs? Having them. Uh, yeah, 100%. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, fun. It's harder to be annoyed by fun music. I don't know. I get. Oh, I disagree with you. For there. your average that's me. dude, just yeah, like for, the, for the average person, for depressive. like a regatta type thing, shit like that. I have this yeah. thing with like a lot of pop music when I get annoyed if it sounds like it belongs in a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. But sucks. I like Disney movie songs because they're in a fucking Disney movie. But when I hear like a song that's not a Disney song. But it could be. And it could be. It yeah. annoys the shit out of me. And like I can yeah. buy that. I have for really sure. weird pet peeves. Disney, though. <laughs> I don't like people that stand on escalators. That fucking annoys me. What are you me. supposed to do on an escalator? Sit Walk down. Walk up it. Oh. Walk up. Oh, yeah. okay. It I helps you. Uh, you are I, thought, I thought you were like sitting on escalators, like, just waiting. Uh, no, like the guy it, from Animal Code died. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was trying to ride down the escalator. Fell off. Like, oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. No. just like last month. Oh, but I, I mean that that also varies. It's more or less like in like public transit situations. Like if I'm like trying to like, trying to get somewhere, get, and get people somewhere, are you know, like ah. If Stop. it's like busy no, yeah, out I get too, it's like okay, other it's like people, and you're if it's three in the morning, stand on the escalator all sure. you want. Or if you're like carrying something like really heavy, or if like you're like old or disabled, I'm not gonna slight you for like not walking right. up the escalator. But like, well, we'll take the moderate middle ground. The real problem is when it's a two lane escalator. Stand to the side. Stand yes. to the stand side. Let the people walk up the other. Don't stand on the same step with your friend. And just stand there. You're blocking the way. Don't do that. I get really annoyed with the people that walk the bike trails and then they like yeah. s- they walk side by side like they're just completely like, ignoring the mm. fact that there are other people using this thing. Mm-hmm. That really annoys me. Or people, oh, they ride their bikes really slow next to each other so they can talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is still a shit. It sounds like Europe and not a social It's just anyone who cuts down on your uh, efficiency while well, moving. Well, it's not just yeah. me. It's other people. And it's just like it's really impractical. Yeah, it's like it's inconsiderate. It's plainly rude. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I just. I'm a, uh... Thomas. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling on the day. Now, outside of the band, um, what does everybody do for fun? Oh, for fun. I don't like fun. I play video games. You mentioned Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our drummer and Grey Walker is really big into Overwatch. Oh, yeah. yeah you, two, you two should play with each other. Sometime. Does he play snipers? I don't know. I just know he's. I won't, a, I won't hang out with him. Though. I just know he's really fucking good. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard that he's like really, really, really good at Overwatch. I'm not really good. I yeah. just. I play for funsies, but. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's really good at Overwatch. I, don't know. I never yeah. played it. I don't keep up with video games. What do you do for fun besides like leave town? I. Uh, <laughs> I mostly I spend large large portions of my day just sitting next to the river okay um like I, thinking I, nah not really just i becoming I one, with the, one with nature around i just you. sit down by the river you know sometimes if i'm in good mood i'm gonna be like oh we'll have a meditation session down here most of the time though i'm just like i'm just gonna sit here and like drink some beer by the river and like talk to the people that walk by or like sit on a bus stop and like hassle people as they walk by or something of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> I visit our drummer Andy at his job all the time. Um and where and when can you find uh Andy? Yeah, let's tell everybody. <laughs> uh, you can find Andy at a uh, industry Industry Public House, Lawrenceville. A lot. Usually Wednesday <laughs> through Saturday, uh, yes. late night shifts, sometimes the just secondary Just repeatedly bar. ask him for samples of every beer Yeah, dude, just get samples. Um, if you just sit there, get enough samples, make sure just look at the ones that have like real high alcohol content <laughs> and get the samples of those ones and just ask for like multiples of them. Um, don't tell them that we sent you... Uh, <laughs> the atmosphere in that place uh, calling out industry the atmosphere in that place kind of sucks uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bartenders are all wonderful they're great um, actually all the employees I've interacted with are pretty good but the atmosphere it's <laughs> it's your you know your your metals yeah, you know your medals. They got those your, light bulbs light with the bulb, cages around which them, which are cool. You know. Nick's got those in his house, so no offense over <laughs> that. But you know, it's a little, it's a little passe. It's a little lacking in a, in a, you know, heart. All right. So, what if you? All right. Let's say I gave you fucking twenty five grand to remodel industry. Right. Mm. What would you do first? What would be the first fucking thing you changed? I just hit stuff with other things and take the 25. <laughs> Smash it up a bit. Listen, I'm trying to have a productive conversation with you about remodeling. Okay? Remodeling things? I'm I take this very seriously. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I, all right, I'll say this. I'm a wood guy. I like wood. I Word? like wood stuff. It's mostly wood in there. Yeah. Yeah, but like stupid wood. I like dirty <laughs> things. I like when places are kind of dirty. Yeah. Um... 
Actually, all right, I'm taking this all back. We could just make it the bar from Cheers. Okay. <laughs> like, that'd be cool. That wouldn't be too far from hand bones, but like I get what you're saying. Like it it seems too much like like the cookie cutter catalog definition of what like a modern bar should what, look like. A lot of like, those places they like they look all industrial, but fair, they're also super like clean and it is pristine. a young it's professionals type thing. Yeah. I'm always there trying to get people to buy me drinks. Um, yeah. And eating their food after they leave. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Eating <laughs> off their plate whenever they're trying to walk it back. That type of stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be allowed back in there. You talk. Oh, he's, he's, he's moving. Anyways. He's moving. He's anyways. a favorite. You he's a favorite. He's a staple. <laughs> <laughs> talk to people there. And I'm always like, you know, talking to them and they're all like conservative young professional guys that are like, oh, you know, I own a business and if you want a job and really earn some money, like I'm like, I got a job already, but like this, this is my hobby, um, hassling you guys with industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like yeah, that place it's a it's kind of cookie cutter at this point. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's you have your exposed brick and your Edison bulbs and oh, some that's what metal, called. the metal yeah, piping yeah. and like the wood tables and stuff. I like that shit too, but it's like, eh, I don't know. I can see what you're it's saying. It's neutral. It's an Applebee's <laughs> is what <laughs> it go. is. Like it's basically so an Applebee's yeah. for like 27 year old, like, I don't know, people in the medical field, but not necessarily doctors. You know what I mean? Hyper specific. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah um so what you're telling me is you really wouldn't need 25 grand for this renovation no you know it's a perfectly acceptable place maybe just just like replace the light bulbs with like normal light bulbs honestly it's bright enough in there a lot of the time yeah you could probably just (laughs) Just get rid of the light bulbs it is not the most poorly lit bar that like they have a lot of windows yeah yeah there's windows it's if you're there like at 11 in the morning or something like on a summer day when that sun's just coming through that window, man, ooh, it's hard. The thing I like about industry, and I've, seen, I've been to other places that have like the similar draft list that they have, where it tells you like, like every obviously what's on draft and all the details about it, but it also tells you like how much of the keg is left and like yeah, what's yeah, coming up cool. next. And I like all those uh, things. And the other thing that's really cool about this too, from my uh, social media promotion nerd perspective, is if you follow them on twitter yeah they have their their draft list is synced to twitter so whenever something kicks and something new comes on it's like oh now pouring it's like synced so it automatically updates everything and i'm like man that is super convenient Mm. for a business it's pretty smart i just like when you're in there because really i if i i don't usually go to bars because it's so much cheaper to just buy beer and drink it yeah and somewhere else uh, or like the rock room. Uh, so whenever I'm at industry, it was like the first time that I'd been somewhere where they had like, you could tweet at industry and it would like roll over the top, which was awesome. Cause about half of its insults. So <laughs> like, it just keeps going by. I didn't know they had that. Yeah. That's it's funny. up there and I've it's not that. really moderated. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. it'll be like, I went to industry, talk about terrible something. And you're just like, haha, that's cool. Although, again, shout out to all the bartenders at industry. Um, shout out to the other people that I've talked to. Um, 
Yeah, they're like all industry. very nice to me for no reason because I'm gonna do everything I can to not pay for anything. And I probably <laughs> won't tip either. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm fine with industry. Yeah, I'm fine with. I have it. no strong opinions. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm there too much. I just walk in. It's raining. Pop in for water. You know, you can't you can't sit in one place too long. So I might show up. I might be sitting like somewhere or walking around, like walking in the cemetery, sitting by a river or something like that. Well, I might be there for like literally 18 hours that day. So I got to get up and walk around and do everything. I also hang out at Beer on Butler. You know, Zach, if you listening, what up? He works there. I talk to him. I get me a tall boy or a 40 and I yeah. sit there and I talk. I, Try to hold the door open for people that are coming in. I, if you're ever at Beer on Butler and I'm holding the door open for you, I appreciate. You tips, don't have to give him money, but I don't expect <laughs> it. Um, you know, I'll carry your your stuff to your car for you if you'd like. <laughs> carry it home if you live in the area. And <laughs> Thomas, now, kind of wrapping stuff up with our our chat here talking about um places in pittsburgh and things that we wish we could change in one way or another in terms of local music venues and places that you're playing is there anything as a band that you think should be or could be like improved in any way or anything that you would like to see change with the way some of these places are run are you fine with everything um, I've got no complaints. Um, I miss some places. Um, I miss James Street. Yeah. Um, Thunderbird was cool. I don't know what's going on with that joint. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't miss the altar bar one bit. No, I hated going there. Um, you know, it's so interesting, like just coming from the different scene backgrounds, right? Yeah. Where it's like, as a somebody in a metal band it's like i miss gray walker or i miss gray walker i miss altar bar really yeah it was a great venue for us to play i hate standing a, in it as a as a metal like i guess i'm just thinking it was like a perspective thing i didn't mind going to shows there either but uh obviously as a person in a metal band i never played a show at the thunderbird right i did yeah. I, I, I've I, never played I, did a hip -hop there either. I just liked going there i liked the spot while, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. and then uh what was the other one that you mentioned? James Street. James Street. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, James Street was a great venue. That I was open there. for Deutschtown. Yeah, we played. Yeah, we played the ballroom. What is it? Open as a venue again? No, it was just open one time only. Yeah, it was for just Deutschtown. open one time only. Yeah, okay. they had. The, I wasn't sure what was going on because I Pittsburgh like Pittsburgh Winery. Up and... I guess sponsored the okay. building, so I guess they just threw up the money to let hmm. whoever owns the building open it up for the day, and they just brought PAs in. Oh, that's so, wild. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. It was on. crazy. The ballroom was like still intact. Like everything was there minus the, the PA. Right. So what you're saying is go and strip it? Well, I mean, there's like a state like they like they say it like rebuilt the stage and stuff before they closed it. Mm. And all that stuff is still there. I was surprised that they hadn't like ripped all of that out yet. Hmm. Like the room looked literally exactly the same. Yeah. And I was so it doesn't seem like but whoever it could owns, look like the bar from Cheers. Is whoever has at. done the build, whoever bought the building, it's apparent they haven't done anything with it yet. I would assume someone just bought it and is holding on to yeah. it and seeing what comes along. They're probably going to try to flip it. 
characters. Yeah. But you're pretty much okay with, or like outside of missing places, you're okay. Yeah, with. I mean, it's hard to get. You can go to twenty different shows a night. Yeah, it's hard to get everyone in one place. I'm I'm in the same boat as you, where I think that everything's super cool. Yeah, and I get super interested in all these people with like a this Pittsburgh music ecosystem project, and we gotta fix this and that. And I don't as know, long I, as there's musicians, fine. I find myself that like if you're actually like going out and playing shows and going to a few shows, yeah. everything's like totally cool. Anytime I like hear these people fucking complaining about stuff, I'm like. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, who are you? Like, I don't yeah. know who the yeah. fuck you are. Shut the fuck up. Like, do you even come out to, to shows? Show. Yeah. 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 I have no fucking no, idea. You can, you can catch a are. band any day of the week. Usually something decent, you know? And like I said, the uh, I said this to someone else the other day. The only hard thing is getting patrons to your show because there are so many options. Yeah. You know? And I kind of touched on that earlier, like, you know, if you Ooh, have yeah. trouble with that, because a lot of times there are competing shows. It's I mean, There's it kind of goes back shows. with the like social media promotion stuff too. a lot of the time. You just don't know that things are going on. Like there's not any any way to spread that information in like a singular. There absolutely is. And it's Mary Joe's profile. <laughs> if I want to know what's going on in Pittsburgh any day of the week, I hop on Joe's profile and she has everything listed that is going on in the greater Pittsburgh area. Nice. I've never looked at that. That's where you find what's going but on. But I think that day. also becomes a thing with like the different kind of scenes no totally like yeah because i don't thing. i don't think that she's probably posting too much stuff that i'm involved in that's nothing against her yeah. we're just right. disconnected yeah. you know she probably didn't have that heartless reunion gig on friday posted up or anything yeah <laughs> yeah um but also that stuff has its own ecosystem and like functions on its own mm-hmm. um but i feel like we the one thing that we could use a little bit more could maybe be a place that's a bit more venue that's just like a smaller like a more than a roboto more venue than like a ham bones but still less than like a rex or something like that i think that would be cool if we had like a more distinct like well i guess we have howlers never mind uh, I mean, we're covered. There, there, are, there, there are places, but I kind of, I kind of get what you're saying. Um, like just like a mid-sized club, not really a bar. Yeah, yeah. Before. We don't really have yeah. a, a mid-sized thing now. I mean, the the smalls at Funhouse is picking up yeah. a lot of slack that was kind of but a problem for a while. That doesn't have re-entry. Do they? Do they? Do no re-entry? You got no re-entry there. Hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with insurance and. Yeah, things like that. I'm sure it makes perfect sense liability wise, but it's annoying <laughs> when I want to go get food and I have to not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, the one. If I were to pick out any problem in the Pittsburgh music scene, I think it is the bands that play too much. I can buy that. Um, like Smoky Bellows. Well, it's you have two shows in the next two months. Yeah, that's totally. But there's some bands that play every weekend, and a lot of the time, those are bands that whose shows like you're competing against, right? And then you get like a lot. Like then you're playing so much, and then maybe you start to feel some type of way about people not coming out to shows. It's like, well, you're playing all the time. I feel like if we were able to have some self restraint, or if promoters would, I don't want to use the word like 
police things because that sounds a little bit too aggressive, but maybe be go out of their way to maybe be like, oh, you know, like I know these half dozen bands and I'm going to book them for every show, which right. a lot of promoters do do, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's try to reach outside the box. Cause like, if I'm going to be a promoter and promote a show every week, let's not throw the same bands on it. Cause there's definitely enough talent in oh, air yeah. quotes to go around. So a lot of people don't want to take the time to research it. And then also at the same time, promoters doing that creates those bubbles that we talk about. Those little segregations in the scene because they don't, sure. They whether I don't think it's an intentional thing. I just think it's a they're everybody's juggling so much stuff, so it's right. so much easier for them to be like, well, I'll just you know th- these guys are reliable. You know they'll get five people to come out, and I know they'll play yeah. the show. So whatever. Yeah, we're yeah. friends, and they there are a lot of people. I do though. think that that over time though has created a bit of a problem in terms of like the segregation and like the saturation of shows that we have if you're getting offered so, it too i mean I, I think like once twice a month is like a pretty solid amount of time to play if you can get it yeah especially if you're like able to play on different ends of the city because it's almost like playing in two different cities like right. playing yeah. in south side and playing in bloomfield but if you're getting they're both offered pittsburgh shows, shows but that's like you're playing different you're playing yeah, different yeah. cities because of the yeah. people that just yeah if you're getting offered four or five shows a week or somewhere in that vicinity it's got to be hard to say no yeah. to you know, because you're getting the gigs you want to play out. Yeah, but it's the restraints hard. We get asked to play the Smiling Moose so much that, like, we've joked multiple times about just leaving our gear there. <laughs> like, with it's we get like one or two offers to play Never the Moose there. There's a, a lot week. of stairs there. Yeah, it's, if you had to play there all the time, I would leave my sure. gear there instead of <laughs> stairs. Like, I like the Moose. Um, I like the Moose a lot. Yeah, I mean, lo- loading in, loading out is. I mean, it's not the best, but I mean, it's. In the grand scheme of things, that's like, you know, an inconvenient five to ten minutes of your day. Yeah. And it's a thing that already <laughs> sucks in the first place is moving your yeah. gear. So it sucks a little bit more. You get over it. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, shift your mindset to be like, well, hey, you know, I lifted something heavy. You know, I feel feel kind of good. I'm all, I'm all juiced up. Get your yeah. adrenaline's pumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline's <laughs> pumping. I'm like, God, ah, my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, you don't seem like an adrenaline junkie. Me? Yeah. Ah, oh, no, dude, I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I could get down with some adrenaline stuff. Um, I'm not a, a heavy lifting type of guy. A lot of the time, I could be. I don't know. I'm. I'm I couldn't be. I wish I could be. <laughs> be tight as hell. Can you imagine if I was like? 250 just all muscle a hard body motherfucker yeah dude that would be chill yeah but a buddy of mine posted this video from he was at migration fest and he posted a video of one of the bands that was playing and uh some like death metal band and the singer was like huge like this like, ripped as fuck and just like like you know like really intense vocals long ass hair and i was like that's one of the scariest fucking people i've ever seen in my life like, yeah. the dude just looks Frightening, that like could be you, man. Like he's fucking Jack. Like that dude should, <laughs> like he should be in the fucking WWE if he isn't already. Like go to Colorado, huge. Get huge. jacked in Colorado, and then come back, and then we can put you on like yeah. instead of the washboard, like a marching band bass drum <laughs> or something equally. No, as you cool. just pick up cars whole, and like you just <laughs> yeah, just on. smack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll work with Kevin's. We'll start off. play them like an accordion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking sick. So, 
All right, let's fucking let's uh let's get this Thomas back on the track All here, right. and let's fucking wrap it up. So one more time, the album release show is August seventeenth at the Funhouse uh, with uh, the great Essential Machine and Bad Custer. Um, the album's coming out on the same day, is right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, is that going to be like a digital thing? Yeah, you have all that set up with the, the CD internet? Baby Pro package. Okay. Cool. So mm-hmm. anywhere you can stream music or buy music, you can get our album. Um, but the physical one comes with all the great artwork by our friend Mick. Um, and I think if he's you, Grave Bug on Instagram. Yes. Thank you. Um. Is that uh, spelled with an E? Is it G-R-A, like grav bug? I think it's grave. Or is it full on There's an E. There's okay, an e cool. There. I'm not on, so don't listen to me on that one. It's got the E. <laughs> you but I think it's a good question? album, and I, I think people like it. I thought it, like it. Had the E. Uh, you know, for some reason, I saw it one time, and I was like, I don't think there's an E on that. <laughs> Volpe, would you buy our album? No, I don't, I don't pay for music. Oh. Would you steal it? <laughs> I don't really keep a lot of physical media around. I, Would I, you listen to it on like Bandcamp or YouTube or something oh, yeah, on your yeah. phone? I'd listen to it on Bandcamp. Only on Bandcamp. Not on Spotify, though. Only on Bandcamp. What is your like preferred music digestion uh, streaming Uh service? My preferred method used to be I had one of them dank-ass like, big old iPods. And mm. then I dropped it and it died. And I mostly just pirated the all classic. that old fashioned style, you know, type in the name. Yeah, you put in the work. Fire. Yeah. Torrents. Yeah. I yeah, zip it. files, unzipping them. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, man. My files. <laughs> file the folder that that was in, immaculately organized. Oh, yeah. Too. His hard disk um, is so fragmented. Did you, did you have, was it separated by artist and then inside that folder albums oh yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah. with the but year attached I oh yeah year up chronological front, order so, so yeah, it's yeah, chronological. hell yeah to. um my record collection's chronological that's yeah, awesome. by artist i love that just, yeah. just like i have a lot of friends that that collect stuff and they file their bands records like alphabetically too and i'm like nope no way unacceptable Mm-mm. you like you fucking no. serial killer yeah, we're not wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> They're probably Swedish. <laughs> Soft bodies. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we went full I, circle. iTunes was your thing. <laughs> not well, no, nah, I um, I think the pirate. I, I used Linux thing. was yeah. the kicker. Yeah. So, um, I was using Clementine. Uh, you would you would be a Linux user. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not surprised one fucking, fucking bit. Nerd. I, uh, yeah, I'm a real computer guy. For all you people out there, you can't see it, but um, they can see that. <laughs> they, oh, wait, they, they can see it. Yeah. Um, this guy just screams technology. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Uncle Ted. If only he was here to have me back. Guys, are you and Uncle Ted? Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Hate technology, man. No. Um, All right, so I dropped my iPod. It broke. I was pretty upset. Um, Yeah. That's heartbreaking. It's hard to get the classic anymore. It's like losing a friend. Um, It had been with me since, you know, middle school. Um, I'd had a Zoom before that, and I'm going to go on Zoom defense to say, too, Zooms are cool. Uh, everybody can say otherwise. This is not the like, first time Zunes have been brought up on the podcast. Other people <laughs> have had Zunes and do like them. Yeah, they were fucking tight. They Why? were just, they were better. It was right. cool. They were cool. I'll accept that. Yeah. You could use Flack, man. 
Yeah. You could there's was like flat even a thing then? Hell yeah, it was. Dang. Um but nowadays they did I have bigger it. screens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they had bigger sp- oh man, we're getting I don't know, no, that's something else. Um <laughs> thought we were getting a message in the band group what thread, but I don't think it was. Um <laughs> I use Spotify these days just because it was easy and convenient, but there's a lot of stuff some of the time that ain't on there. Yeah. Um and then I'm just like on Bandcamp or YouTube or wherever I can find. Good thing about Spotify, although also, man, like, uh, you know, archive.org. I don't. Uh, man, archive or maybe archives, possibly. I think it's a dot org. Uh, that place is tight. If you're into jam bands and shit, they got all their shows up there and like, that's cool, but Spotify, you know, you've got the whole extended Europe 72 collection. You got a bunch of good, like... Oh, uh, we're, just, we're just talking about there's Grateful There's tons Dead of good Dead so, yeah. stuff on there. There's a <laughs> decent amount of good, like, fish shows up there. You got, like, some cool Almond Brothers releases. Um, You got some cool things, like anthologies of like old country singers and shit like that so that stuff's nice for that but every now and again there's like punk and metal bands and pretty regularly there's like certain punk and metal bands that aren't on spotify um that you got a band camp i like Bandcamp though i'll say that Bandcamp. yeah it's good you've been good website unless anybody can like is there a reason to not like Bandcamp? No, Bandcamp's pretty tight. Yeah, I think I like the pay anyway, what you want on them feature. Yeah, yeah, dude, pay what you want. The only problem with Bandcamp is that it's just it'll never be adapted by people that aren't musicians. No, no. Like it's True. as like a social media platform. Yeah. It I mean, sucks. The, to the infrastructure's Bandcamp. there for it right. to happen. I know. I mean, there, I'm sure there are some people that aren't in bands that use Bandcamp to discover music. That demographic's out there, but it is yeah. fucking niche. Yeah. Bro. It used to be it Bandcamp threads on 4chan all the time. It is a small demographic, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's that's that's the the only problem with it. Like if you are only interested in putting your music in front of like niche eyeballs, then you can stick with Bandcamp well, only. Let's things. be fair. There should be significantly more purity testing in who can and cannot listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need no nerds mucking up the scene. <laughs> How would we do that? Would that be like, a, like say, a, you log into Spotify, right? And then it's like, you know... Uh, did you log in on a Linux computer? Or it's just like a simple, like multiple choice thing where it's like, you know, like what is the best? Um, what's your favorite Alm Brothers record? I'll and say then you this. answer questions and then they they let you listen to things based on that. That sounds like some China shit. <laughs> if I don't you want to get into that. a band that I don't like, you don't get to listen to music anymore. <laughs> okay. It's just done. It's, that's I it. think you, I think, okay, so. And I'm only going to pick stupid bands. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I love Stained. <laughs> like, only people that like Stained get to listen to music, you know? All right. So the next time you're, you know, sitting out on the, on the, on the water. Yeah. With a couple tall boys and you, you know, you're, you're to Stained. You're thinking by the water. By the water, never actually touch on the water. The water. I stand in the water some of the time. I want you to start getting your business plan together to start your own music streaming service. 
Ooh, man, it's called tape trading. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Young guys out there. Is that the name of the full app? Back when I was getting in, no. Back in the 80s, when I was listening to metal, I had to work for it. I had to... Did you ever get a napalm death tape real sent from real. across the river or the ocean? <laughs> like, okay, so this, like, actually, this, this is your river. fucking service. Like, instead of, like, little messages in bottles, they're tapes in bottles that you just put out yes. in the water. Well, here's the thing, dude. Napalm death mixtapes. I love, love, like, a good, centrally organized, nationalized mail service. <laughs> So I just want people to be sending things through the mail again, buying stamps, handwriting emotionally relevant letters to their friends and loved ones, and sending cassettes. Because cassettes are coming back, right? I hear that. My mom said, you know, I heard on NPR the other day, cassettes are coming back. It, it ticked up. So, but it, 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 no, it's it, a stupid, straight up, cassettes are kind of stupid. Yeah. I like them, but also like that's not if you, that's not like records getting popular. They're such a delicate medium. If you have good equipment, they sound great. Like they do they? Really, I've yeah. never heard it. I always just hmm. thought they were mid fidelity. Yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah. no, they're a really, really awesome format for stuff for sure. Huh. I just think well, the problem was as music evolved and dynamics kind of increased with recording and modern production techniques cassettes can't really handle a lot of like how crazy music is on like a dynamic spectrum now yeah. versus like back to album brothers like if you get like some like old cassettes of like old albums they sound fucking great yeah like listen to 40 ounce freedom on a cassette uh, mm. i guess that's a classic album now <laughs> it is it is it was a it was classic the moment it came out yeah watch out if you're gonna say you don't like it you're not listening <laughs> yeah. to music anymore. you're gonna be banned from music if you don't listen to sublime I've, I've always i've never had a problem with sublime they're one of those bands that like a lot of the fan base bothers me more than the band does that's that's fair. completely fair fair you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. I had, i've had that issue with them i've had that issue with Mindless self-indulgence. Mm. I've had that issue with Insane Clown Posse. No, no, dude. We love Juggalos. Oh, this band is taking a hard stance. Yeah. I mean, I've, said, are tight. I've, I've had that issue. I've gotten over <laughs> some things. <laughs> but this, I mean, I don't care now. Like, if you listen to someone, I'm not going to be. I'm, I'm talking about, like, this is shit that I went through when I was, like, 16, 17 and just angsty, just trying to yeah. figure out my place on the planet. Now, I don't give a fuck what you listen to. Like, I don't care. Like, if you like music at all, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, dude, you can't ever harsh on somebody for no. listening to what they want to listen to. You can only to. edit what they listen but, to I mean, I've, based I've had... on what they listen to. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but I've definitely, you know, I've had those things where it's like, you know, like, oh, you know, fuck Sublime. But it's like, no, it's not that. I no, we've like all these people. done that yeah. to a thing or two. Um, yeah, fan bases, they really ruin things. They really ruin things. I kind of had that problem. I went to the Radiohead show and the people there just like completely killed the environment. Like, I wish I wouldn't have gone. Really, uh, dude. Uh, or if yeah. I wish I was there, I wish I would have been on the floor. Were they? Like, I go. was like, I was like in the seats, and it was yeah. like it seemed like nobody really quite knew why they were there. Like there was a large demographic yeah. of people probably just like, waiting for them to play. I've heard that I'm supposed to like, love describe this. Describe them like, pretty like, it, like in depth, and then it just smelled like fries and nachos. <laughs> and I'm in this big stadium, and I'm like, this isn't like the Radiohead live experience that I was. That I would have wanted. Yeah. It's I, like, I almost feel like 
But I, at the same time, I was like, well, I probably should have expected this because I don't picture them being like a, a good live band in terms of like, oh, I should see them in a fucking arena. Like, you know, like on this huge thing, it's like they're. Music is very like intimate. I like to like sit yeah. down, listen to it, kind of by myself. They're you like get a, lost in it, right? Yeah. Definitely you a can't get band. lost in it in a room with fucking thousands of people eating nachos. Like it's yeah. it's it, it's not fun I, uh, for a room with thousands of people. I mean, nachos. sure, if I'm watching like Taylor Swift or something, like yeah, bring out all the fucking nachos. This is a ridiculous experience. Like yeah, I just want to, but like for that, it just threw me off. I shut out the cash for floor seats to see Nine Inch Nails the year after Hesitation Marks came out. And that was completely worth it. That was like the best show experience I've ever had. If I was up in the stands instead, though, in seating, I probably would have had a very similar experience. Yeah. Like, no thanks. I gotta, I gotta keep that in mind. It's been a very long time since I've gone to a like big stadium show. Right. Before yeah. that, I what do floor seats cost for a show like that? I though? don't know. I don't know. A lot. I'm I mean, sure. for Night Nails, it was like a hundred because they still tour like almost every year. I think Radiohead, it was Radiohead like a hundred bucks for seats. Yeah. Yeah. Radio yeah. yeah our tickets, yeah, had, our tickets were like 70 bucks yeah. for Radiohead. I heard um, the opening band was pretty tight. Yeah. It was, uh, it was actually, um, Johnny from Radiohead is like his side project hmm. and it's like him and like, wait, it's it, not red stars theory. Is it? No, okay. it's like the weird, like, uh, like super ethnic, Asian percussion instrument thing. Like it, it sounds like, mm. like, like the Kill Bill score. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was tight. It was, it was neat. But again, like I would have loved to have seen it in a smaller space. So I could really uh, like sounds take like it in. music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep that in mind. Like the only, <coughs> I saw Rammstein a few years ago and that was in a stadium and that was probably like the best show I ever went to. <laughs> really? Oh, it was fucking tight, they, they have a good stage show. Dude, it was the best. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was awesome. Like that's a band that like you need to see in a big place. Like, like they're like right. lighting shit on fire. They have a stage that comes up from the middle of the floor and like a bridge drops down. Like they transfer between stages and they have all <laughs> these like gimmicks and gags and fire. And it's like that needs to that. be yeah. in a fucking stadium. Right? right. Like, that can't be at like stage AE. Radiohead could have been at stage AE. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you cut out all the people yeah. that probably just wanted to hear creep and like got <laughs> down to like what their actual like quote fan base is. That show could have been at stage AE. Sold out, but I yeah. would have preferred that over PPG. Sure, sure. How many people does PPG hold? Six. Enough. I don't know. Smashing Pumpkins were just there last night. I heard it was good. Yeah, I heard like to have gone Billy out. Corgan I, was spotted in Deutschtown eating VegFest food. Oh, really? Oh, VegFest? Shout out yeah. Billy Corgan. Oh, I did see that, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was VegFest? Shout out to Billy Yeah, that was yesterday, yeah. Damn. That's awesome. I don't know, man. It, I, even, like, smaller shows some of the time, though. Like, I went and saw Kamasi Washington when you he was here. wish you had nachos? I did <laughs> wish I had nachos. Um, but it was, like... You know, he's a pretty chill, cool, jazzing guy, and jazz is fun music, despite what pretentious nerds would like to say. Jazz is <laughs> jazz is chill-ass, dancing, cool tunes. But it was like all these lamos in their sweaters, chin-stroking to the music, being like, huh, and I was, oh, I was grooving. I was giving a dance, because it was some dancing tunes, and they're all like, 
You're supposed to stand still. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, come on. You people need to have fun it. with the music. Have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of the opposite when it comes to, like, metal. I've never been, like, a, a moshin no, kind of person. I'm soft and sensitive. I like to... Whenever I'm, like, watching bands, I want to watch the band perform. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it just blows my mind. It's like... This band's playing live, and I'm just gonna run into other people. Well, maybe it's like the musician in me, where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, no, I'm like, I want to steal. I'm coming to watch you play. Quick. It's like I want to watch your fucking drummer like kill it. Yeah. And all of a sudden they sit there, like, how do you play that part? Yeah. So I kind of, I wouldn't say in a silly chin stroke, like I'm not like looking down on people that mosh, but I've always been like a back of the room, just kind of like observe. No, I usually am. I also like dancing though. I just don't really like moshing that much. I'm not. I mean, you don't seem like the type of guy that wants to hit people. No. You know, you moshers, you're a violent crowd out there. You need to realign your mind. <laughs> My call there. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> well, I think we did it. You know, did we, is there anything we didn't touch on that we should have? Do we mention we- the CD? <laughs> yeah, we're a band. Yeah, we, we we did talk about the CD. We never did the introductions. That never came up. Oh, we could introduce ourselves real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it happened. We um, figured it out. We got through it. Uh, Anything? I, any any last words? Uh, come to the show. Listen to our album. Yes. Are you going to have any tracks? Come at the show. Uh, like advanced right. tracks, like us. singles or show. something like released Should before the that? album. Should I? I could do that. I think it's a good idea. Release a single. Yeah, I think it would be yeah. a good idea. I think okay. we should release it all. Then yeah, I'm gonna leak it tonight. Actually, my in my. <laughs> do you have a, a YouTube page for the band? Oh uh, no! Is that something you were considering doing? I wouldn't have anything to put on it. Well, my suggestion was gonna be that if you have artwork for all the songs. Make like a lyric just, video or not something. Not even a lyric video, because I mean a lot of people just listen to music on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Oh. And there's even YouTube music now. Like they have a dedicated music app. Where it like I'm awfully disconnected from the youth of today. This is pretty new. This is okay. pretty new. But if you just like make videos that just kind of have the image and the album Shaking artwork a little bit. For and since you have like unique artwork for all the tracks, the you can make like a really cool playlist. Okay. Um I there's a good chance sure. that um CD Baby is gonna upload your shit to YouTube. Right. They Already. did with the last one, yeah. 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 But like if like you want something though. that's a little bit more like controlled where maybe some people can subscribe if they end up liking it and you can like interact with people, if, I don't think it would hurt. I would All right, we'll mm-hmm. release a single then. It'll be, I, I think uh, that would be good too to like help hype up the, the show. The epilogue two? track. <laughs> yeah. Uh it'll be Devil Two. That'll be our single. Decided here today. Oh, you know, yeah, we start Googling it out. Actually, we forgot something. Galaxy Quest. Yes. You like mm-hmm. Galaxy Very important. Quest. Do you like that movie? Yeah. I don't see a poster of it anywhere. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, of all the things, you want a Galaxy Quest poster? Sorry. There's a lot of, there's a lot of posters <laughs> I don't have. No, they're all good, too. <laughs> like, I, I really wish that I had a Fifth Element poster, and I don't own a Fifth oh, Element yeah. poster. Hell yeah. Yeah, you like Rat Race? <laughs> you know that movie that ends with Smash Mouth? <laughs> That's uh, is that is Mr. Bean in that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, he holds a human heart in his hand. Uh, Dude, I, I think I saw Rat Race when it came out. That was a, a long great, time it ago. Holds up. It holds <laughs> I haven't up. seen so, it in yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Galaxy Quest holds up too. It's our favorite movie. Yeah. Wait, can we ask you if you think somebody is hot or not? Sure, let's do it. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver. In Galaxy Quest, especially hot. Sigourney Weaver's always hot. Yeah, up yours, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
Yeah. All right, I want. Let's get into that hot sauce. Oh yeah, fuck! <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, I, I will end it on the note that I find Sigourney Weaver always hot because I find uh, personality more attractive than looks. And Good job. I like Good job, a, Brian. I like a I, I like, I like a strong-minded a woman. I like a strong I like a strong-minded woman. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. She definitely fulfills. I mean, yeah, Sigourney Weaver's pretty. I like her movies too. <laughs> all right let's have some hot sauce and that is all folks thanks so much for sticking around dealing with the derailments thomas thanks yeah. uh well you know one more time please you know check out smoky bellows you already have music that is available online they will be dropping a new single soon because i told them to and uh keep an eye out for all that be sure to go to the show if you like what you hear and more importantly if you like what you're here or if you maybe it's not your thing, but you know somebody whose thing it might be, pass it along. Yeah. Tell your friends. If you know, you, either way, spread the word. Don't complain about things. Make things cool. I'm just coming up with stuff. Yeah. But I mean, that sounded good, right? Keep it Top of the I've dome, never done man. this before. I close with that every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be back Don't again. Don't complain about anything. In a few weeks, we're not uploading weekly right now because. Life's busy. I'm trying uh-huh. to finish an album. Yeah, well, we got in the car today. Kevin said, I think he's a pretty busy guy. Mm-hmm. I did say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly busy. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have to go to, I have, to I, have a, I have a meeting after this at four o'clock. Oh, hell. To meet with some people about some things. Mm. Gray Walker related. We'll see how it goes. Ooh, all right. Good luck. Thank you. And uh, but yeah, I'll be back again at some point in time. Again, if you're uh, coming from Spotify, welcome. Please be sure to follow and keep up with stuff. If you've been listening to the show and you would prefer to listen to it on Spotify, you can do that now. Just start typing in the search bar. Start to beat with Sykes. Hit that follow button if you want. And aside from that, I'm still Sykes. Start to beat is still the show. I still can't talk or do outros correctly. And uh, 2018 is still the year. Don't complain and about anything. Don't complain about anything unless <laughs> you're trying to do something to fix it. And, uh, you know, wicked clowns. Whoop, 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 whoop. Thanks for listening.